0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Greenwood and Mulner show here on Newcastle Fans TV. A couple of weeks ago, we did Newcastle United's best 11 in the Premier League era. And Sam thought it would be a great idea to get Newcastle's worst ever 11 in the Premier League era. So it's all on you, Mr. Mulner. Why?
1: I don't know. And it feels weird doing this now after a 6 1 home win against your Champions League rivals, isn't it? But look, It's a bit of fun. We're not going to be slagging anyone off majorly. We love everyone. House rules, as last time, 4-4-2, just to keep it kind of standard and and, uh, level playing field across the board. And it's Premier League era only. Um, And, of course, it's how they played for Newcastle, not either what they went on to do and and, and so on and so forth. But, yeah, it, it's a bit of fun. It's light-hearted. It's not serious, especially as we're absolutely flying at the moment. Um, we should have done it last week, actually, after the 3-0 battering at Villa. That would have made more sense. But who cares? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's going good. So uh, let's have a bit of a laugh at some of the players that maybe, well, almost certainly wouldn't get into our team nowadays.
0: I think the one thing that I would like to mention—it's just a little reminder of what Newcastle United could have been with some of these players that we might mention—in sen- in the sense of if this club wasn't taken over, if this club wasn't in a different trajectory, then it could have been—we could be talking about these players potentially being. What's the word? I don't
1: know. I the don't. Norm- I don't have. I don't have many Mike Ashley era players to be honest. I mean, it's probably really? that hard. It's probably about, well, I don't want to spoil it, but there, there are obviously a, a few in there, yeah. but there's there quite a lot that are, you know, before then. Maybe after. That's not that's after. That's not that's after. That's <laughs> you're, you're safe, Jeff. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's, he, he was safe. That's a spoiler for me as well. He's safe in mine as well. Right, we'll start with the goalkeeper. Um, I found this quite difficult, actually, because Newcastle have, yeah. have been blessed with a, a very good um array of goalkeepers and uh, after doing pretty much a lot of research because i've been i've basically looked through all the players newcastle have had in the premier league era it was down to two but i went with jack annick because it was a bit more fresh in the mind and it's a little oh, bit harsh, but so harsh but newcastle being blessed with so many good goalkeepers
1: yeah, it's it's an area where we've been historically quite strong, and um, you know, it's one where we've had a real mainstay for quite a lot of the time. You can you can go through the the, the keepers we've had since you know we first come into the Premier League, uh, the year after its inception. So yeah, Jack Anik won dodgy performance. I mean, mine's mine's not. Much more, um, say, intelligent than that. I, it's one of them. I, I did consider John Carella, so, but you know he got that clean sheet at Highbury. So um,
0: huge I,
1: in his
0: career.
1: Yeah, I actually, um, I actually went for Lionel Perez. Um, yeah. and I mean, look, he didn't actually play a Premier League game for Newcastle, but you can get bogged down in analysis sometimes and explain your reasoning and. This that and the other, but sometimes you just gotta say he was really really rubbish
0: I don't disagree with what you said but he didn't if he, if he didn't even play a Premier League game for Newcastle how was he how was he in that's a bit unfair
1: Jack Annick played what an hour no sorry no. thirty he played, m- he,
0: played, he played like four uh, games did he yeah. I think everybody thinks about that Tottenham that game che- he dropped No, up. it was Chelsea, wasn't it? No, Chelsea in the league, Tottenham in the cup. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sun- obviously, I remember the game where he was in goal against Sunderland as well, and it's just, uh, wasn't a good time. Wasn't a good time. But uh, Jack Annett gets the nod for me and Perez for you, which, uh, I yeah. Suppose I can understand it, former Sunderland goalkeeper as well, but he did well for Sunderland on the whole. Good for him. I don't know, I don't know everybody's delighted to hear about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they'll
1: just rub it. Where is Jack Annick now? Because he should still be playing. He's You'll know there. this. He's probably in the northeast oh, somewhere. He's
0: not. I think he's the number two goalkeeper for actually, no, he hasn't. He was at Cardiff and then he was at, Ra- he was at Rangers and he's he at Cardiff. I think he's got to move back up north, like Scotland. I think it's somewhere like. St. Mirren or somewhere like that. Ross County, something something like that, where he's, I don't know whether he's number one or number two, but he's I think he's back in the Scot uh, Scottish divisions. But yeah, best of luck to him. Best of luck. I don't like I say, I I feel it's a harsh one. I think this is like the toughest one to choose because that's like it's yeah.
1: Matt Sells as a shout as well, but I think he was he was actually a good shot stopper in the time he played for us in the championship. Well, it was just everything else that goalkeeping comes with, I think. Um, nowadays, the command of his area terrible, but actually just stopping a shot, he was he was okay. But yeah, other than that, from the ones we've mentioned, we've we've been pretty. It's been an area we've been reasonably blessed in um, for for a number of years. I'll let you
0: kick off left back. Please uh, yourself, Sam I had first choice of the goalkeeper. So, who have you gone with for left back in our worst so, Newcastle eleven?
1: So there was there was a few. Um, that uh, I considered, I, I didn't want to be too harsh on players that suffered with injuries and, and this, that and the other. Um, I actually went for um, Wayne Quinn, who played for us in the early noughties. Um, do you remember Wayne Quinn, Jonathan?
0: I do remember Wayne Quinn. It was, well, I, I do. He was probably a year before... No, probably no, it was probably the yeah I started of properly watching Newcastle United I suppose, but uh, he didn't really play many games when I was when I from what from I can remember. But
1: no, because we um, had Oli Bernard then, and exactly. um, Aaron Hughes played a couple of times there, and uh, who interestingly made my best eleven. Um, so yeah, I, I I went for Wayne Quinn. I just, oh, God, it just used to be absolutely infuriating. Just so just
0: yeah
1: it's rubbish really yeah, rubbish
0: I can, I, can, I can kind of gather that I think and especially that time being a Newcastle fan we, you know, we were competing third, fourth in the Champions League at the time but you know a little, yeah. obviously early days Bobby Robson as well so I can kind of understand that I think it's it's difficult because they, when you think of Newcastle's worst players you generally think of the worst seasons because obviously in Newcastle's case we have been relegated a couple of times so um, but sometimes generally it's not those particular players in the position, but the reason why you've got down, it could be a number of a variety of different reasons. Um, I, 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 to be honest, left, back was one I struggled with. I have to be honest. Okay. Um, and I asked, actually I was speaking to my dad about it. And so he, he was kind of giving me his, his kind of queries on it. He went with the <sighs> see. And which, just I've, which I've know, gone man. with out of because I think I, I just think when you look at some of the left backs we've had, especially in the last 15 20 years, like I think Dummett's improved, but I wouldn't say he's the worst we've ever had at Newcastle. And no, no certainly, no. in my case, certainly wasn't that. And then we've had a, like Ryan Taylor wasn't a left back, but was in arguably one of Newcastle's best ever teams until he got a bad injury. So I think on, on balance, and then I've kind of looked at a little bit on, more on YouTube in terms of looking back into. Uh, season reviews and I think by that kind of uh, theory I've gone with Pistone
1: hmm he I'll be honest he entered my calculations but um, I I didn't want to go with him because he back at the time he got into and he was having quite a good run in the team then he had a horrendous injury and then bada bing bada boom Ruud Hullock comes in, didn't fancy him, dropped him, and then like suffered with a bit of injuries. Went on to had a decent term spell at Everton, didn't he? Um, mm-hmm. I think he's a poker player now, you know?
0: To be, to be honest with you, it would, have, it would have been a gamble keeping him at Newcastle a little bit longer. To be honest with you,
1: but well, I don't know if you're bluffing or not there, or or what. But um, yeah, I, I can see why you've picked him, but he he wouldn't have been my pick. I think there's a couple actually that are a bit worse than him, including uh, Sarant. Shout!
0: I I, I I don't. I think can I we include Curtis
1: him. Good? No.
0: No, more than that. I just, I think, I think what you're kind of gathering with this particular position. I don't think anyone's like outstandingly the the worst we've ever had. I think it's quite all at the same level. I don't think it's a yeah. one you go do do up and down kind of level. But uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't argue with either the two left backs that we've gone with, really. So we'll we'll move on to the centre half So I'll give you my two centre halves first. Oh,
1: we're going for both of them.
0: Okay. Yeah, we'll go both, and I'll see if you've got any, and then we'll obviously debate the the, the pair. Claudio Casapa. <laughs> yeah, okay. And Jean-Allen Brunson. Now, okay. of, I think a few people are thinking, where's Titus Bramble in this list? And I think Titus Bramble had some good games for Newcastle. Yes, he did. I can't, I oh, can't can't you've stolen
1: my thunder because I was going to make this argument about Big T. Yeah.
0: But... I can't remember Claudio Cassapa and John Allen Boomsong really having good games at Newcastle. I think I, I would say Tyler Bremble had, had good moments. He did have Chelsea at home. Chelsea yeah. at home, he was always a beast. But I can't remember Cassapa really doing anything. And he was well past his cell by date when he came to Newcastle. And John Allen Boomsong, I think everybody was thinking, wow, we've got a good player here, as in terms of his reputation at Rangers, and thinking... Well, we've paid a lot of money for him. And the fact he was only at Rangers for six months before Newcastle thought, "No, we want him," and we stuck we stuck our neck out and go, "No, no, no." If he, we think he's the dog's bollocks. And Stephen Taylor, a young pro, was the one that was kind of guiding him, and that mm. just kind of that that just tells you everything you need to know.
1: Yeah, there, there was a couple from around that time, wasn't there? That they were really, really poor and halves I've agreed with you for one of them. Um which is Boom Song. Uh, because yeah, like you say, terrible, a complete waste of money, overspent. Just I mean this is gonna be my argument for a lot of these players, as you all can already tell. They were just crap. <laughs> there's, there's no there's no way of dressing it up. And uh, you know, sometimes you just gotta say they're just a bit of shit, weren't they? But um, yeah, Boom Song was an absolute joke. Um as was um my choice. I've not gone for Cassapa. Uh I've gone for Marcelino.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I, but like, again, I'll just start getting into I'll just start getting into football then. And but
1: like oh, like like you said,
0: to, my dad used to hate him. Like,
1: yeah. Hate I, him. I know and like um I mean remember when we had Derek Wright on the show sticking up for Marcelino a bit which you know fine. Um just terrible when we needed. Again, one that we probably overspent. I mean, Bobby didn't make many bad signings, but this was one of them. Um, every manager makes bad signings. The last thing I'm going to do is slag off by Robson because he's my hero. Um, but yeah, this this wasn't one of his better ones. Um, yeah, the less said about him, the better. Other players that entered my uh, calculations was uh, David Rosenhal. Um, yeah, I was thinking that. Abdullah Fai, they were all there for around the same time as Kasapa, weren't they? That was, um, it, was, it was pretty grim uh, I'm, around I'm not, that time.
0: I'm not going to lie. When we signed Kasapa and Rosenhal, I was thinking, wow, we've made a statement here. Getting some mm. experienced experienced experience defenders. Because obviously the, the big thing about Newcastle, especially in the noughties, was very good going forward, but very soft at the back. and just could, We couldn't get a good pair. And, the, and I thought, all of Newcastle have actually gone for it because they they spent quite big than that. Some of the brought in the legs of Alan Smith, back, at, at Alan Smith to the club, Mark Vatuka, who we've just recently had on the on the agreement on the show. And then these two centre-halves, you're thinking, well, actually, we're building a team here. But it honestly didn't work like that at all. And it was um, shocking, especially the Kasapa side of things. Boom song, I just... He just used to get bullied. Uh, I, th- I think positional, we'd, we'd positional
1: agree. We'd, we'd agree. I think he was probably our number one worst, as we both yeah. included him. Um, yeah, I mean, Marcelino was pretty abject um, at the best of times when he wasn't injured. Yeah, Boom Song was. I think the probably the most infuriating of, of the centre halves we had.
0: Right back, Samuel. Who have you got a right back? Because I think, I, I think me and you slightly different in terms of who we think are good and bad right backs for Newcastle, mate. We've always had that right back debate. Um, in, which in I was proved years. right. Well, not according to the, to the guests that we've spoken to. And obviously, Mankyo obviously came on today as we record against... Kraft's
1: injured for the season. You can't hold and that kept, against and, him.
0: And kept, and kept a clean sheet. So obviously,
1: <laughs> That's clutching at straws, isn't it? Uh,
0: i actually thought you played well today, now joking
1: aside. Kraft was uh, marvellous uh, towards the back end of last season. Let's not have short yeah. memories. Uh, I've gone for Lauren Charve. Um, right back. Whilst we haven't had many amazing ones, we haven't had that many terrible ones. Yeah, that's how I thought. Um, Griffin, solid. Scrappy. Uh, Habib Bay, when we went down, quite good, he was good weird. for us. Um, the other season we went down, we had Jan Matt, I, I wasn't his biggest fan, but he wasn't bad. Um, I mean, look, Warren Barton's never going to get near a worst 11, is he? Because he was, he was very good. The same with Steve Watson, very good. Aaron Hughes, who played play there, very, very good. Um, yeah so i've landed on sharvey cuz i think he had more bad games than good to be honest
0: again this is another position i struggled with and he only played a handful of games at right back he was generally more of a right winger but again i, I he's actually he's actually been a previous guest on the show so i do feel a little bit what? bad but, and uh, i do feel a little bit bad but he did play a couple of games at right back when we needed him and i've gone for jeremy
1: at uh, right, back oh god, you really don't like right backs, do you? Because you put Nobby Solano as right, right back yeah. in your uh, I, in your best 11. I,
0: I was kind of looking at it from from because obviously you've gone for Charlie, which is again borderline just before my time. And I look at the right back options, and you've mentioned most of them the likes of Andy Griffin, who was a stalwart, Stephen Carr, was a bit underrated, had his moments, yeah, like he, Stevie Carr. Pro- I don't think he was prime Stephen Cobb at, um, towards the, the, the back end of his career at Newcastle. But I thought at the start, the goal against Southampton, we speak um, a lot about his time at Newcastle. And I, thought, I I didn't think he was a bad player for Newcastle. Peter Ramage, I thought, was a little bit underrated at Newcastle. Mm. Um, wasn't the best in the world, but I thought he was steady enough. And then you look at the like in the, in the last like 10, 15 years, we've had the likes of Danny Simpson, criminally underrated in my opinion.
1: I did. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, like joking aside, because you can't ever mention this guy's name without, you know, becoming a little bit jokey and misty eyed. But I did consider James Perch. I'm not going to lie.
0: I didn't. I, I personally didn't. I thought he had a bad six months, first six months. I thought he was poor. But I just think he vastly improved. I don't think he was a never. He was. I thought he never really gave nine out of 10 performances or anything like that. But what he did do, he, mm. he felt safe when he was playing, which. I wouldn't go that far. So, no, I did. I have to be honest. When he played, when he played the odd game at centre half, odd game at right, but I just thought the first six months he just couldn't cope with the the challenge of the I, I think, from Premier League.
1: I think that was more to do with us going forward in that great team when he played games oh, at centre half. Um, I, I definitely didn't feel safe with him there, um, Jeremy even though you were his best friend when uh, he we were on the show i mean the last thing i wanted was going to do is uh, slag off former and hopefully future guests of the of the show well i'm stunned that you have um he was obviously past his best when we signed him i'll give you that and he was biblically slow
0: yeah he he did have a good ball on him i just thought again he did yeah i just think a- he was, he, went in, he was at Borough, then he went to Chelsea, and then came to Newcastle. I just think, just didn't see any of what he, what he did at Chelsea, really.
1: And he was at Real Madrid before Borough, let's not forget, you know, biggest biggest team in the world and all that.
0: And I'm not saying he's a bad player, he just wasn't brilliant for Newcastle, which is, there's been players that have definitely played for much bigger clubs than Newcastle, have done well, but just haven't done well for Newcastle. So that tells you everything. But yeah, that's where I've gone with. So, like I say, let us know in uh in the emails if you want, because we'll we'll talk about it on the next podcast. About uh, if anyone disagrees with mine and Sam's goalkeeper defence so far in this passing like the worst eleven.
1: I mean I I realize like I I kinda of, not slide you off but for like shoehorning a player in a position maybe they don't fit into, but I think my next one is exactly that as well. So I'm not gonna uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna go too mad at you for Sliding Jeremy in uh, in Come a right back.
0: Well, let's talk about left wing. Who
1: are you gone with? Uh, so so left wing. Um, I've gone for this player because he played there off the bench once in yeah. quite a ha- in, in in quite a handsome win um, where he set up Andy Carroll. Um, so
0: he set up Andy Carroll.
1: Cisco. No. Cisco. No. Cisco, Cisco came on at left wing and put that through ball through for Andy Carroll to uh, against Villa. Um, yes, you'll you'll know why I've done this when we get uh to, to said strikers, but um you can't do a Newcastle worst eleven and not put in Cisco, can you? Let's face it. Um he's not
0: in mine, but that's not because really yeah, he's not in mind, but it's not... Be- I well, you got disagree. misty-eyed
1: for his goal against Hull.
0: No, it's not It's not because of that. I understand why you've done it, because of the story and Keegan and the fact that he was there for five years and probably played four games. I, I, get, it.
1: I and the, get it. And the fact that he was absolutely crap, yeah, which is I get the main I point of the whole show we're doing now.
0: I get it. I get it,
1: but... I've
0: not put Gonzalez in this team. I think Gonzalez played one game. No, I haven't
1: I haven't either. Do you know what I mean? because, so it, because with on on that basis, on that on, on that level, Gonzalez isn't even worth talking about in a worst eleven. Exactly. That's how bad he was. Exactly.
0: No, I don't disagree with that. I just think it's difficult. it's difficult because it depends how you interpret it. I think you some you could argue you got to play so many games. Sometimes you can argue well you don't have to play so many games. We know he was rubbish from the yeah. Out.
1: I mean you you could have said when we were doing centre backs you could have said Saul Campbell as well. I suppose couldn't yeah, exactly. Sure, like... he, he,
0: and I'm not going to lie. I nearly put him in a right back.
1: Jesus he had an Christ! Show against,
0: he nearly had a he had a horror show against Stoke. who
1: got beat four 0 at, at the Britannia as it was known. I and mean, Danny Higginbotham scored as well, didn't yeah, he? That free kick, free kick, on the edge of the <sighs> That was bad. But but then again but we um, we beat we beat Liverpool with Saul Campbell. Not bad. I know mental.
0: Um I went with Florian Tova.
1: Yeah, I thought you would. But that, that that's such that's such a classic Johnny choice, that is.
0: This is where you would be listening at home in terms of our fantastic <laughs> listeners who would go, actually. Johnny was right. He should have gone with that. I don't. I that's what, <laughs> what you. I think that's what you. I I can sense that. Oh, well, that's a good one. I should have gone. With
1: no, that. he entered my calculations, but I think there was a few players around that time, and like since we have moved on from centre backs as well, I think Yanger and B was another one. I think Cabella's is another one um, that had talent and had a lot of promise and went on to do. Very good very good things to be fair. Tovan did well when he left. As did Yanger and Beaver. Um that was just maybe mismanaged a little bit, maybe brought in at the wrong right time. Like and I, I like did Chandra as well. Beer. I thought he yeah. should have been given more time. I mean, when we got rid of him, we loaned him out to Roma, who were in the Champions League. Yeah. We we were in the process of getting dragged back into the bottom half under Pardew and, and like keeping our head above the parapet from relegation and then like We've loaned out a centre-back who's now playing in the quarter-final of the Champions League with AS Roma. Um, but, you know, I think that, that around that time in particular, there's a few players, and I think Tobin's one of them, uh, I think under McLaren, wasn't it? Um, that just, it was it was all a bit weird, because he had that first game in the cup, didn't he? It was against Knox County, and he looked absolutely electric. I know level of opposition and whatnot. But he just never really had his time to shine, I don't think.
0: For me, it was just the league was not, not suited to him at all. He was just he was very weak. He's he was a kid. I know, but I'm just saying but yes, yeah, but some, yeah, but you've seen players from who've come from other countries to the Premier League and have adapted and have adapted much better than what Torban did. I thought Did he get a chance thought, to adapt? I think he did for a certain spell and I just think he just kind of gave up on it. I think he wanted to get back to France as soon as possible. We've heard stories from uh, from people that we've spoken to in, in terms of who, who were in that era at Newcastle United. And you'd always be on a plane back to France, the same with some of the Dutch lads, they would be on their way back to Holland whenever they really could get a chance to. And mm. I just felt you, you've got to buy into the culture of Newcastle United. You have to, you have to. I think it was difficult because of, the, obviously, the sort of era we were at, but I just think he just wasn't suited for the Premier League. I just think he was, like yeah, I can say I, I mentioned he was weak. He couldn't beat his man, And I felt that. Because of Newcastle fans, you can if it, so if you it can, we we'll give you the benefit of doubt the first couple of times. But when it gets to three, four, five, six, seven times, you just think that nah, you just you're just not you're just not good at this level at this moment in time. And we needed people that actually could play at this level. And we're not we're not talking the the highest level. We're talking, you know, keep ourselves at least 17th or higher in the Premier League. So mm-hmm. I mean, that just shows how that, that just shows how bad it's like. I thought Cabella had more moments. Obviously, I remember the game at home where he was absolutely yeah. sensational. He had a couple of moments at home, but again, similar to Torvan. Just, I, I, I'd have liked to have given Cabella another season, but I just don't think he wanted to play another season in the Premier League of the Newcastle. I think again, another player wanted
1: to go back to France. But and it's, it's all about just, what we're doing now, about signing personality as well as ability and the right. Well, that's what we've
0: yeah, like I say, you know, the video will be out now, but we, we talked about this on, on, the, on the Spurs review, essentially. We said, what do what do you think Newcastle United look for in a player? Do They look at the ability or the attitude first. And I think, it's, always, I think they'll always look at the ability because you've got to have a level of ability to play for the Champions League mags, essentially. And then you look at the attitude. And if they've got the right attitude, then they're a Newcastle United player. But I don't think you'll see Newcastle United right now signing a player just on ability. I think they've got to have both. No. Well.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, who are you having on the right-hand side? Then we'll have we'll have a discussion about the sentiment at the end. Um, the
1: right? I, I've done a little bit of of this and that as well. Um, I, I've gone for someone who's been mentioned in the show before, but he's never he's never been on. Um, I have gone for Des Hamilton. <laughs> I've got him. <laughs> have you? What yes. on the right? Um, I am in the centre. OK, I just,
0: probably just because I, I just have got somebody else on the right, but I, I've got him on the right hand side of the four of the centre mid right right centre midfielder. But yeah, do <laughs> uh, so you know what it was? I just put it in because of what Lee Clark did uh, Lee Clark said. I just thought yeah. it was just I still want to, It's probably my top three funniest moments of this uh, doing this podcast. I don't know about yourself. So.
1: I love it. I I still flick through it every now and again and look at the clip. I'm (laughs) I'm sure you've, uh, if you've not seen it before, if if you're new to the pod, then uh, go back on to one of the early, early, early episodes we did. I think it was like episode four or five. Three years ago, so. Oh, don't. Um, Yeah, when we um, interviewed Lee Clark for the first time. Um, he said Des was brought in as my replacement, so I must have been absolutely useless. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of a, kind of an underarm to put uh, Des Hamilton in the in the worst eleven. But yeah, I've got him on the right because there was a couple I wanted to stick in in centre mid. But um, yeah, who who have you gone for on the right hand side of yours then?
0: Um, I think you'll think it's slightly controversial, but he was rubbish. And that
1: was Gabriel okay. Overton. Oh, don't be silly. Why there's should I p- not include him? Because there's been plenty worse than Overton, Plenty worse. And he didn't like, do too bad. He didn't do Des Hamilton.
0: Right. I've meant but I've got him in my team.
1: Uh you could have put Tovan on the left, or you could have put Cisco on there. You could have put, Je- put you could have you could have put Jeremy.
0: I mean, don't tell him. Oh, hold on, hold on. You're slagging me up. All those players that you basically mentioned, um, I've had them all in my team, Bar Cisco.
1: Yeah. I just think it's a bit, I know over time on great, but I don't I think he did a job. And for a he cheap had, sign-in, I don't think he was that bad. He had a good
0: six weeks at Newcastle in his career. And, and I think I'm being generous saying six weeks.
1: I don't think he can make it into a worst eleven. That's oh, he, some... can. he can. He can. Oh, There's been plenty worse.
0: Sam, you can't have that much pace, right, and still not be good at football. Like, I just don't know how you can't. Like, you've, you can't be that bad that Man United signed you. You can't be. Man United were the best were the best team in England by, by a, a good
1: distance when he signed. And we're Man using United the Scott good. McTominay logic here. I think we have
0: to. I'm not even joking
1: here. Like in, like in that case, I'm all in. Anything to stop us yeah, signing McTominay. Exactly.
0: But this is what I mean, though. We, when we signed, I was thinking, well, it's a good signing because obviously he's not playing games for he wants United. He wants to play. And I thought, yeah, it's a good deal. But he just... I just don't see how... It's a bit like Sissoko. We had, when, Sissoko was never a right winger. But Sissoko and Overtime, we did the same thing. They were just trying to knock the ball past the fullback and sprint past them and see and, and just see if they can get get across him. Mm. His end product end product was certainly not good enough. He had this, yeah, he, he only had the one trick, and if it didn't work, it was playing with
1: ten men. Um, he did have got a good goal on the. Uh on the counter attack against Blackburn at Ewood Park I seem to remember no, I,
0: no he did have a couple of good moments I was going to mention the Leicester game at home mm. where there was a lot there was a lot of pressure on Parge at the time the game got delayed an hour because the screen was a bit wonky um, so I, I can understand but well, I, I, I wouldn't I, I, go that far I mean it was it was very unsafe yes very unsafe but only Newcastle United would have to potentially postpone a game because of it and um, but no, I I I have gone for I've gone for Gabriel over
1: time. I mean, I'm not saying he was good because he wasn't on the whole, was he? But I'm just think there's 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 worse. Let us know. Let us know. Do you want to email us? What's the email address, Sam,
0: for everybody right there?
1: Info at newcastlefanstv.com. I mean you could just comment on the YouTube video as well. I mean you're watching it already. Exactly, exactly.
0: And let's move into the centre midfielders. I've already got, I'll give you mine because one of them's already in there, it's Des Hamilton. The other one was very fresh in the memory. Very, very fresh in the memory. Mr. Nabil Bentaleb.
1: Oh, yes, please. Do you know what? I forgot about him. And I might change my one now. To to stick him in, and I just thought of another rubbish left back as well, Um But yeah, Bentaleb, absolutely, yes, yes, worst worst player. Yeah, I'm I, yeah. I'm changing mine. I'm changing mine to agree with you. I am. Who did you, he, who did you who
0: did you have before we start talking about Bentaleb?
1: So I had what do you want my two? Yeah. So I had Jamie McLean and uh, Roman Amalfitano. So Amalfitano, Amalfitano, I think, is a bit unfair because he didn't
0: play a lot. Jamie playing, fair enough.
1: Right. Okay. So you've saved Amalfitano, and you've saved me from typing in Amalfitano. Um We've signed the <laughs> we, we 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 signed the wrong Amalfitano, didn't we? But yeah, Bentaleb, mm-hmm. Bentaleb, yes. Every, every every day and twice on a Sunday, the worst yeah. player I've seen play for Newcastle United for a long, long time. In fact, I I think I was the first one to call it out as well.
0: I have to be honest. I thought when we signed him, I thought, oh, actually, do you know what, it makes sense. Sentiment feels not no. the current No, not hear me out. Hear me because it was just before we played Everton, where Lejeune was unbelievable. um But I I just thought I thought well. We don't really need a centre midfielder, but what he, he can bring something different, and I thought he could help other midfielders. I was very quickly proven wrong. I just thought, nah, he's just not. Like, and I kind of almost blame him signing for Matty Longstaff not getting a real crack at the Newcastle United anymore, because he was given so much, so many opportunities, and because Matty Longstaff wasn't signing a new contract because he wasn't getting anywhere near what he should have been getting. And I don't blame him for not signing it at that particular moment in time. Mm. But it was almost like punishment to, to watch Bentaleb play week in, week out. I would say Bentaleb had one good performance for Newcastle. And that was Bournemouth away. That was the only game I would say he had a good performance. But that was because Edward had a good performance. But again, one game.
1: Yeah, I mean the the Bournemouth manager at that time had lost the dressing room. I don't know whatever happened to him. Um, but <laughs> oh, banter in it, harmless banter. Uh, yeah, something?
0: Can you, it just popped in my head. Do you remember that? Bent Leb got better. No. Remember that?
1: No, explain. Re- refresh my memory. No, because I've del- I del- this is why I, I forgot about Bent Leb. I completely deleted him from my mind palace. There
0: was, there was, there was an ex... Um, actually, was it an ex... An ex uh, Newcastle Fans TV member, or was it a current one? I don't know whether it was Lee Lawler or somebody else. There was a song in it
1: that said, Bent Leib got better. But he didn't. No. He, didn't. Um, no he, didn't. I, I, he hadn't played, like it was weird how he was introduced because like Steve Bruce said, Oh, by the way, like Bent Nabil Benteleb's here having a medical. And everyone was just like, What? And then he hadn't kicked a ball for like 18 months because he'd been like banished for Schalke. Mm-hmm. And then he went straight into the starting eleven. Never came out of it, no matter what he did or how poor he was. I mean, it was weird because like, I, I just I didn't understand the signing. I didn't understand why. I was stood outside the Emirates with Lee, Fordy, Owen, uh, and it was like one of the first games Bentel had played. And I just I uh, I don't know why he's here, why he's playing, why. I don't see the point. What's, I think, I what's he here for?
0: I think he was still quite young because he, when he was at Spurs, he was really young, and I think they just thought, well, just give him an opportunity. I think I felt it was a loan, so... That's what they like. They didn't like buying players. So I thought, they, they, let's see what it's like in six months and if we really go back in. For oh, them, he go was, back in for, he really was, was shocking.
1: He was dangerously shit. Yeah. Dangerously so, shit.
0: Nav, I think when we try and get this combined eleven, I think Nabil Bentley will be the first name on this team. Oh, he'll
1: it, be he'll uh, be fucking captain with Boom Song, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I've, I've, my, my other sentiment is Jamie McClendon. God, God bless him. Um, yeah just wasn't quite good enough at all really no mind. no <laughs> he, yeah no didn't we beat man united with him in the team though
0: uh i think he came on
1: he, came, he came on, on. Well, yeah. yeah there you go but yeah that's um we're getting to the juicy bit now with uh the the sh- yeah this will be interesting actually because should we go one at a time no no i'll let you go first with you two on, well, no, 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 no. Well, no. I want to do one first because I'm torn for the other one between two players. Okay. So, so my other one is is fairly obvious because he's the worst striker I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> you know, you're in trouble when Sky Sports can't find him scoring a goal in their archives. But he,
0: well, he scored one goal for Newcastle. Can you remember when it was, Samuel Mina?
1: Yeah, it came off his shin. Yeah, against QPR. QPR as the second last game of the season he scored and in the we, league cup as well didn't he but like yeah but premier league we're talking yeah yeah about only, so, yeah, 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 yeah. so it, it
0: it was like a, it was like a clearance from the from the QPR defender maybe be Richard Dunn or somebody at the time and it just literally Rob Green couldn't do anything It literally just hit off his shin as he mentioned Simon just looped over and yeah. um, Rob Green and Newcastle end up actually losing 2-1 that day So it meant that Newcastle's fate would be sealed on the final day where Gutierrez scored a memorable goal. But yeah, Emmanuel Riviere. I always remember I think I always remember Steve McLaren signing his death warrant when he started him against Bournemouth.
1: Bournemouth, yeah. Just the worst play, like when we signed him, as I say. Six million pounds. Newcastle has signed Emmanuel Riviere for six million pounds from Monaco. And like the clip is him that Scar used in playing for Monaco and shooting wide. They could not find any VT archive footage of him scoring a goal?
0: I would love to know what the scouts were thinking at that point in time. <sighs> Unless it was just—I—I I, I think it's—I think it was just to help the boys out. I think—I I think it was one of those where you just help. How can you help the boys out? and We'll give you a bit of extra money for like oh, fees know. X, Y, and Z, I, or it just did not work, but. Just one player that just couldn't get it going at Newcastle. It didn't matter what he did. Have I you got of, him as well? Say, yeah, I've got him as well. I wouldn't say it was a lack of effort with Riviere. It was just it was just no quality. Yeah,
1: just um, crap. And he was with us way too long as well because we signed him on a big lengthy contract as we always did at, then, at that time. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's that was the story of that time, wasn't it? So he was just... He was terrible and I, I know we had like Luke deong as well but and and like facundo ferreira who didn't play um very good on football manager back in the day but you know but, and doombia um but yeah riviera doombia Rivier was one that got chances and just continuously proved to be absolutely woeful <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's no other there's literally no other way you could put that there's literally no other way so, so but,
1: who's your other one because as I say I'm still torn between two
0: um, if this player had a little bit of help he would be nowhere near this 11 nowhere near this 11 but he completely wasted his career and I mean completely wasted it um, I've got the yeah. Nile Ranger.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Um, We all know what he's done in his football career and it's not a lot. The kid had something about him. Mm. And, and he had a talent. But I think when you listen to interviews with him, he got big money quickly and thought it would last forever. And... I think he got himself in the wrong crowd, made wrong decisions, but never learned. But in terms of actually being on the pitch, he
1: had I don't potential.
0: Think it's, he had potential, but I don't think he had a score for Newcastle. Correct. But What he did, he was a bit of a nuisance. The Arsenal 4 4 was his best of a game for Newcastle. But he just, he, he, he never really looked like scoring, if I'm honest. He never mm. really looked like scoring a goal for Newcastle. He was kind of like running around the cause, a bit of a nuisance which occasionally worked but he was never good enough. Never good enough for the Premier League in my opinion. If he, But if he had a bit of help and guidance I think he certainly could have made it. He would have had a bit of
1: help and guidance as well along the way but it's just like how many chances do you give him? I mean look he's not the first. He won't be the, he got, he's the
0: only. He's the only player that I can like from recent time that was booed on as a substitute. <laughs>
1: that
0: was we had just we had just sold Denver Bar. He Just it was just it was just it was being leaked by the uh, I think it was leaked by the club that Chelsea had agreed a fee with Bar. And Newcastle played
1: Everton on the uh, Wednesday. Damn game. you, Rafa! Yeah, <laughs> exactly. he was Chelsea manager, wasn't he? And he activated the release clause. Yeah, and
0: obviously Newcastle well Newcastle were one of the look after like a minute. He said scored, but Everton scored two and came on with about 15 20 minutes to go and he got booed on No mm. one of them, one of them on. but who, who are you torn between who well you ranger
1: between? ranger was one of them i was gonna i was going to ask you whether or not are we going for attitude or ability mm-hmm. so i have a, I have a feeling i know who your other one might be go on michael owen No, nope. although um, nothing would have given me more joy. Yeah. No, I I went back. So let's look. I, I I agree with everything you said about Ranger and he was the other one that I was I was going um to go for, but just to be a bit different.
0: Ah, oh, I was thinking about him, but he was he, my dad mentioned him. He was a bit like I said, a bit bit before my time. Paul Daglish. Um, yeah, I, I always yeah, my dad does mention him being absolutely Oh. Awful. My. He was,
1: part of the dad's, he was part of the dad's army, wasn't he? Why? I mean, nepotism. Jesus Christ Kenny, give your head a wobble. Awful. Awful player. Terrible. How he had so many, well, he had so many appearances in the team because his dad was the manager. That's the only way about it. You, you can't say anything other than that. But, like, Ranger has more ability than Paul Dugley. Um yes, but yes, obviously a, attitude is a, is a big thing. Look, I've I've purely gone for Dugleys over Ranger because just you know, Yeah. Um because attitude as you know is a plays a big 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 thing for me. Um but yeah, Paul Dugley terrible, terrible.
0: He was terrible. He was terrible um, and <laughs> Um, He was terrible, but I think think it was for the lack of trying, as you mentioned. Sometimes I'd rather have 11 shit players who cared than 11 shit players who have actually got a little bit of a footballing talent. Yeah, but Paul Daglish
1: and Emmanuel Riviere could play up front together all season and not get a goal between them. I know. Easily, whereas Ranger, you kind of think, mm, okay, you, you, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah,
0: but I can see your method, I can certainly see your method. Oh, it, but uh, manager, before we decide on an 11, Rude it I remember Steve McLaren, but we will we, we, we will debate
1: that at the end. I just um, don't like Rude it Um, I know didn't FA, make interview. FA Cup final, yeah, I know, but look at the look at the run we had. Yeah. To get to that FA Cup final. Any other ones and people are gonna say Steve Bruce, McLaren as you have, uh, Big Sam possibly, because the football he played was just uh, yeah, joking here. Um but yeah, no, rude toilet for me. I I've,
0: I've always said this, I've <laughs> I've always said this about Steve Bruce. I think if Steve Bruce had resigned at the end of the season, End of the COVID season.
1: He'd have gone with his head held high.
0: I think Newcastle fans would have given him the benefit of the doubt, would have said, Yeah, it wasn't the best football. Given enough
1: athlete. given enough time, maybe.
0: Yeah. But I think if he had gone then, but then again, if you've got eight million pounds sitting in your bank account, if you get sacked, can you blame someone? I don't know. I'll let other people be the judge. But mm. um yeah, I would I would say Steve Bruce is probably in the top three, if I'm honest, but I don't think he was the worst we've ever had in terms of a manager, but we move on. Um, we'll, we'll discuss the manager at the very end. But we've got four players that we all, that me and Sam agree with. Obviously, get yours. I uh, get your 11s in as well. If you <laughs> see how many match what me and Sam are going to agree with, but the four players that are definitely going to be in this team, which you can put them in, in any particular order you like. Sam was John Allen, Boomsong. Yeah. Nabil Bent-Alen. mm. Are we going Des Hamilton in the centre of midfield or are we moving him to the right-hand side?
1: Um, the on this one. We'll keep him on the right because I think there's more rubbish centre-mids than there are right-wingers. Okay. And Emmanuel Riviere. Yeah.
0: They, are the f- they are the four definites that are definitely mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. to be in this um, uh, this eleven, while Sam's getting this ready, uh, four uh, combined eleven. <laughs> who's the worst out of those players we've, we've mentioned so far? Like, it was the worst of the worst, in your opinion, Sam? Um,
1: <laughs> Bentaleb or riviera for me.
0: I uh, I agree. I think I'm going to go Riviere. I think just yeah,
1: maybe. I just maybe. I
0: just don't think he had any potential. But we've got those four players on. Boomsong, Bentelev, Hamilton, and Riviera. Hamilton may get moved, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And um, goalkeeper is between Jack Anik and Perez. I'm gonna go Anik because he actually played a Premier League game for you. Oh, Alright, I'll
1: give I'll, I'll I'll give you Jack Anik. It's harsh on only... it. it's it's harsh on the kid. It really yeah. is. <laughs> But but it's it's an area of the pitch that we've we've been quite fortunate in over the last thirty years. So, you know, I'll 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 I will give you Jack Hannock.
0: Left back Pistone or Quinn? Um, again I, cool. think Quinn, I think it's for me. a Quinn I think it's more of a foot of a coin, but I would I would go with Quinn more than I would Pistone on this particular occasion. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to any of, the, any of these players that we're going with. <laughs> it's, it's funny how we agree more on the, on the on the on the worst players we've had than we had we did on the best players because I think yeah. it means, it means more, doesn't it, where you kind of like nah, yeah, we'll go with it. it, was just shite, quite, it was yeah,
1: shite. He was absolutely wank, wasn't he? So yeah. yeah. Um like I I, I or Marcelino, I, I, I again they were both. I would go
0: I would go, for, I would go Sapa, but All right. that's only but that's only because of the fact that
1: he just was dog shit. He was awful. Or like, could we put Marcelino, we could actually do, we could put Marcelino right back, you know?
0: Yeah, that's actually a shout. Because I don't think Charve was that bad compared to Marcelino. I think okay. Charve was...
1: And Jeremy's harsh, putting him at right back.
0: Yeah. I doubt that it was more, more out of not many players left.
1: And um, Jeremy, Gfield. if you if you're watching, I I like you even if Johnny doesn't, and I I thank you for coming <laughs> on the show. <laughs> I, I, I I appreciated your time coming on the show, Jeremy. Yeah, so thank you. You don't make the worst eleven.
0: <laughs> uh, Left hand side, Torvan, Cisco. I I I I can get the Cisco argument before you. You start.
1: can't have. The but
0: I, I would have Cisco, if you're going to play Sisko play him in his right position which uh, is striker. if you're going to if you're going to do that
1: well who do you want That's, in midfield then
0: well I've got Torvan or Overton, if we, because obviously Hamilton's moved to the right okay but, right
1: okay okay listen listen this is me compromising with you okay come on come on then hit me with it I'll give you i'll give you tovan on the right okay hamilton in the middle okay and cisco on the left go on then i agree with that that's fine i'll let you have it oh look at this this is why we're we're best friends Exactly. <laughs> oh, I for que- I've, I've typed in question mark. There we go. That, <laughs> that,
0: that, that sounds appropriate sometimes with best friend.
1: <laughs> so now, now we do have to decide basically between the two that I was deciding with anyway. Um, all, or tag unless there's like honor- there's lots of honourable mentions for this. We've already mentioned. But, but a there's
0: honourable, there's honourable mentions. But for a variety of different reasons, I think Luke DeYoung deserves a big mention.
1: I think he. Yeah. Make. Never scored. But yeah, look what he went on to do. So like maybe like his brother, CM Dion, horrible injuries, looked a player, but like just didn't for didn't for have a well, didn't play more than half an hour without an injury. Um uh, punctured punch. lung. Yeah, yeah. Um back in the day, Stefan Givash. Yeah, shout. Shout. Givash deserves a massive mention, actually. Um because he was, um, he was terrible Um there's others does, Andreas does Leon crap.
0: Does Leon Best deserve a mention or was he just about his f-
1: face? Hat trick,
0: he scored a Premier League hat trick, you madman. Right, son. I, 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 I asked the question whether he deserves to be in the conversation. Can you remember how many times in the game he was offside?
1: Right. Play to the whistle. I'm not
0: saying. I'm not saying he wouldn't be in my eleven, but I'm just saying, is he part of the conversation? You
1: can't. No, he's not. He scored a Premier League hat trick and he got some decent goals. Oh, uh, Fulham at home. Go on.
0: <laughs> Can you remember the player that we signed that we didn't want to actually use?
1: <laughs> oh, what, Chef Kikuchi? <laughs> Andy, Andy Carroll's to... replacement.
0: Only Newcastle could buy a striker that said we don't want to use him, but he's there just in case. That was just there for numbers, it. wasn't it? I've always remembered part, we, were, we were playing Villa away, and it, we were 1-0 down, and it was at like the 83rd minute, and he brought Cucci on, he did fuck all. But well, yeah. he brought him on for the banter, really, more than anything. Yeah,
1: because he was already 36 years old and absolutely gone.
0: give him a brief celebration,
1: though? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. <laughs> um based on that as well, uh, Stephen Island, honourable mention Yeah, but, Saturday, I, but he he was a he played, he, he played an hour. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looked an absolute baller at the City as well. Um uh, other 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 strikers. Um Michael Bridges.
0: Um possibly Possibly, I can see your reasoning. Very for good
1: for Leeds. Very good for Sunderland. Injuries played, to take took his toll, and and it was terrible for us. Bless him. Nice um, bloke
0: by the sound of it, though. I mean, like, didn't hear
1: interview. Yeah. Him? No. I thought someone. I thought one of our.
0: I thought one of our lot of
1: interviewed him once. Michael Bridges. No, we've never had him. I've asked him, Michael. If you're watching. Go. Otherwise, maybe next year. I mean, to be fair as well, if we were doing this two years ago, Joe Linton would be in there. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. I'm glad you mentioned that because he would he be in there, and no one would man. have argued.
0: I certainly would have argued, but I'm so glad I've been proved wrong on that. I never thought I would, not in terms of a striker, obviously, but just in terms of a general transformation in a player. But yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't disagree with Wouldn't have disagreed with that. Um, We're going with Ranger anyway, aren't we? Let's face it, attitude. I, I just think like, I, I will never. I don't call many people the C word.
1: Whoa, that I mean, uh, I've already uh, but, cut steady, but he was crap. <laughs> <laughs> i actually had <laughs> an absolute panic attack then. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I and mean, he's just not a nice person, is he? No,
0: no, we'll leave it at that though. Um, manager is either Rude Hullett or Steve McLaren or. Someone else, but I, I I think McLaren because McLaren had more money than pretty much anybody
1: else. Were they his signings? No, we haven't mentioned so. Henri Saive I know. Was he worse than one of
0: them? I don't think Henri Saive was that bad, but he was. There was some reason that did ever played him. But he's not. Be- he's not worse than
1: Ben, than ben- said he wasn't that bad. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Did he? No, uh, I,
0: yeah. I, I
1: can understand Hullet. I can
0: understand. I think, I think Douglas just about gets away with it. But well, would would,
1: would Steve McLaren have tried to get rid of your number one goal scorer and club legend? For me, I mean, I, for me, I'm not moving on this. It's rude, Hullet, all the way, vile.
0: I will. I'll let you. I'll go with rude Hullett
1: because I like Paul Simpson. Paul Simpson gave us a fantastic interview and I, I it's one of the best working, interviews ever, ever done. yeah 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 and, and and McLaren for all of his flaws of which there are many were they his signings probably not there was there was too many french signings too much of a click. you're working under terrible owners owner oh, yeah. Uh, yeah i um, get
0: that does John yeah. Carver not deserve a mention, or is it a bit unfair on him? Because, again, he's in a Very,
1: very unfair, and I always liked him.
0: And I'm just, I'm just, I just, asking another question, because I think there's always going to... I think, I, I, do I feel sorry for John Carver? No, I don't feel sorry for him. However, if I was in his shoes, would I have done anything different?
1: Oh, of course I've, he would. Of course he no, would.
0: Hear me, out, hear me out, because when Pardew mm-hmm. goes... And Newcastle didn't have a plan, and they put Carver in charge. It it was an audition for Carver, and I think you
1: could tell he, wanted, he really, really, really wanted the job. And I don't blame him. He'd failed at management before, though. It it yeah. was one of the, it was it's one of them where he's a very good assistant. Bobby Robson don't keep you around if if you're no a fool. no, and it just does not work out. Again, he he wasn't the first. He won't be the last. There's been so many fantastic assistant managers who couldn't make the step up to number one. Brian always Kidd was always the... the Brian Kidd was the big one. Sammy Lee. Uh, the John Carver. There was loads. Absolutely loads. Um, but, yeah. No, I, Not for me.
0: No. Yeah. I, 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 I just... I, I, again, I don't feel sorry for him because you get paid a lot of money too. It's a privilege to be Newcastle United manager. And...
1: He won me a lot of money when he was announced as as manager because I, <laughs> I had him at thirty three to one. Yeah.
0: So oh uh, well, we've gone through each other, and plus I didn't like the interview. Just done with um, being sports with keys and grey. It was kind of like if I had my way and X Y and Z, then Newcastle got relegated, which was like ten years after we left Newcastle. So um, I think it was just
1: an easy. He sticker. wanted to sell Alan Shearer. Exactly. it ends there and again yeah FA Cup final fine great but we were awful and that FA Cup run was the stuff of dreams because it was so easy it was untold I, um, and I think I'll, I think more for me
0: is not the fact yes obviously trying to get rid of Shearer but not playing Shearer or Duncan Ferguson in the derby crazy yeah we'll go over it so our team is this as you can see on the screen if you're watching on YouTube oh, on. if you're listening on the podcast which I'm Thank you very much for continuing for 56 and a half minutes. Our team is in full. Jack Anakin, goal. <laughs> this back four. Wayne Quinn, John Allen Boomsong, Claudio Cassapa, and Marcelino at right back. The midfield of Siskel on the left, Torvan on the right, and one what? A, what a pairing in the middle. Nabil Bent-Levin. Des Hamilton. Lynch And the strike force of Nile Ranger and Emmanuel Riviere, managed by Mr. Sexy Football himself, Rude Hollett, (laughs) the owner, Mike Ashley. Um, Um,
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's one we can all agree on. But uh, I'm I'm proud of that team. Yeah, I think that, that team would not win a game.
0: It certainly wouldn't. It certainly wouldn't. But it, 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 they would play sexy football, whatever that sexy version of football is. They it, it, it really
1: wouldn't.
0: It really wouldn't. <laughs> but there's probably one or two players that Main haven't even mentioned in the last hour that could be in this team. So let us know. If we had if there was one player that meantime have not even mentioned or breathed a word of, tell us. And would that player have gotten to this team? Potentially, yes, because. That player would be very, very poor for Newcastle (laughs) United. We will see. We will see. But um, it's been a a canny little episode, hasn't it?
1: Yes. um, Our usual service will be resumed soon with our interviews. But every now and again, we like to mix things up with uh, these. So we'll do some more of these as well, um, because they are good fun. And uh, there's nothing better than reminiscing. And who knows? Maybe an underrated eleven next of all. Who knows? Who knows? who knows we'll have to maybe, maybe we we'll
0: have to get a guest on and go through them as well and like maybe like so we're going to have like a third party
1: yeah third party interesting but, yeah
0: very good but we will see but I think this is about time to wrap things up on this episode of the Green with Alan Moore on the show we've recorded this when Newcastle United have just beaten Spurs by six goals to one so me and Sam are in a very very good mood but it's just a little reminder as I said at the start that's what it could have been it could have been a disaster <laughs> in terms of this team <laughs> that we've just selected with the manager that we've got as well. It could have been a disaster. But if you're in your living room and you're looking at the, the Premier League table, get another beer down your neck because we deserve it, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, big week to come as well. Big week to come. Two big games, not foregone conclusions against teams fighting for their lives, which is always hard to do um, at this, uh, this time of the season. So uh, two big games to come. Could be a big, big week for us.
0: It could be a huge, huge week for Newcastle United. We'll see by this time next week in terms of it being a Sunday, but by the time this podcast comes out, we'll be very, very close to Editing away on the Thursday evening, which Mr. Mulner will be there. So he will get you will give he'll give her, everybody his reaction. Oh, hopefully Newcastle winning, but maybe the Anthony Gordon winner. that would be lovely. Anyway, let's get this show wrapped up. Loved it. Been brilliant. <sighs> Let's talk about good times, though. From, from now on, Sam. <laughs> this is the green room on the show. Me and Sam talking about the worst Newcastle United eleven in the Premier League era.
1: <sighs> Enjoy it.